My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers. This is one of our mini episodes, which is a shorter episode of our longer episodes. However, they still end up being just as long as our main episodes. <laughs> so it does. I don't know why we call them mini. Um, I am Ali Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. I am super, super excited. I don't know why I said I. We are all super excited today, <laughs> but mostly me just because I'm the one who's into this weird shit. Uh, we have Jessica Lanyado today on the podcast. Uh, she is the host of Ghost of a Podcast, which does way better than our podcast does. Um, it's an <laughs> astrology and advice podcast. She's an astrologer, a psychic medium, and an animal communicator which we're going to get into later today. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. Um, Jessica, hi, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm already having so much fun. No, thank you for being here. Just um, so we'll say it again at the end, but if people want to follow you online, where can they do that? Sure. Um, I'm all over the internet and the way you find me is through my impossible to spell and super unique <laughs> last name, Lanyato. So I'm at Jessica Lanyato on Twitter and on Instagram. And it's, I mean, and my website's love Lanyato. It's so stupid. I don't know why <laughs> it was like early stages of the internet. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna own my last name. No one can say it. No one can spell it. And I have identified myself with it publicly, but also my podcast is ghost of a podcast. Uh, yes. and you can find it at ghostofapodcast.com. And that's a lot easier to spell for most uh, English-speaking people. So yeah, we're cool. Yeah, that's the way to find me all over the 
all over the internet. Also, you chart on iTunes a lot, and you're also you, you like you've been on like new and noteworthy, and on like a lot of the lists when there's like spooky, spooky podcasts <laughs> and like creepy podcasts. We always get jealous because we're never on there. Amazing. Thank <laughs> you for saying that. And the irony of this is that because of the name I chose, because I knew nothing about podcasting when I decided to do the podcast, uh, because I call it Ghost of a Podcast. If there's ever like a list about astrology, I don't show up. But if there's lists oh, about scary stories <laughs> and every like Halloween, I show up and I'm sure they're disappointed. They're like, this is not about fucking ghosts at all. And uh, yeah, it's I've learned a lot about marketing through having a podcast. That's a good point. We got to <laughs> yeah. change the name of our podcast. That's uh, what just something unrelated to anything having to do with like web crawling. Or... Yeah, there's no web. Cr- there's nothing about webs or crawling. Um, <laughs> okay, so I have a I have a serious question, which is how did you know? So you're an astrologer, like a communicator, you do tarot, which how do you pronounce tarot, which is the way like real people do it? I mean, I say tarot. Tarot. But, okay. oh. but, but you can say tarot if you want. I mean, tarot is like a root that is eaten. Tarot root. Have you ever Got had it. it? Or like a boba yes. tea, tarot. But tarot is uh, the study and practice of these here cards. So uh, yeah. yeah, so I started fucking with tarot as a teenager. Interesting. Um, and then in my later teens, and then I started studying astrology formally within a year of picking up the cards. Yeah. And then I have just dedicated my life to astrology. And then through the course of having an astrology career, consulting career, um, I figured out that I was psychic. Uh, this was the order of events. Psychic, I started to realize, uh, animal communicator started to realize, and then uh, medium, aka able to talk to dead people and animals. Um, and so all of these things kind of made themselves um evidential to me yeah. over the course of time. They're not things I pursued. I've never like studied those things um yeah. in any kind of formal way. And I have not done much to try to make them bigger other than right. use them frequently, these yeah. skills. Whereas tarot and astrology are studies that require intuition to use them well, but they're like courses of study that you have to really like learn the rules to become expert and efficient in psychic Mm -hmm. medium and animal communicator not as not the same right (laughs) they're just like Mm -hmm. like using different parts of your brain or whatever how what was the first time you realized that you you had media the ability to do mediumship and like talk to the dead because i imagine that was like a interesting experience well you know it for me it was a lot more mundane than you'd think because it was i don't remember the year um I was probably in my late twenties and I, uh, I had an astrology client and they had a dead parent and they wanted me to talk to their dead parent. And I was like, yeah, I can't do that. And because I was young and I had poor boundaries, they were like, but I believe in you, please do it. And I was like, no, honey, I can't. And they were like, please, I beg of you. And then I was like, well, it's your dollar. Just so you know, I don't think this is possible and I don't think I can do it. And then I like checked in and I told them what I was seeing and they were like, oh my God, that's exactly right. And, um, I just was like, well, I don't know. And then I moved on with my life. So I had many experiences like that for many years and I would never say that I was a medium and I did not think I was a medium. I was like, well, maybe the butter, you know, that expression, the butter melts before the toast is warm. Like people want to believe. Um, and it got to a place where it was happening so frequently. And I had a couple experiences that were so specific and so literal and they weren't things I could explain away. 
I mean, I had many experiences like that, but then I had a couple that really stood out to me. And then at that point, uh, in my early thirties, I was like, well, fuck, I guess, I guess I can talk to dead people. That's uh, so it was just kind of like, it was like a, a period of accepting it because even mm-hmm. though you wouldn't necessarily think this about somebody who does what I do, but I'm kind of like a jaded pragmatist. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I want to, I want to put it in a box, close a box, shake the box. Oh, it's there. Okay, cool. Then I believe it's there. I'm right. that kind of person. So that's kind of, um, why it took me a long time to really accept that it was happening and that it was possible. Yeah, I can imagine. So when when these things kind of come to you, because um, I know like mediums and psychics experience it in different kind of ways. Is it like a vision or imagery? Or are you hearing a voice or how are you, how is it like yeah. manifesting for you? So in, in regards to dead people specifically, uh, it's a variety of ways. Um, sometimes uh, they'll just this it's going to sound gross because it is gross. Sometimes no, they just hop it. into my body. Um, yeah, it's really gross. Um, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and where do you go when they hop into your body? Where I'm right you, where here. Do you go? It's just, just, I, it's just a sausage. This, oh. <laughs> this meat soup is just a sausage. Uh, and, uh, yeah, dead people, they can just hop on in. Holy just, shit. Well, just oh think of God. it this way. Let's, let's like, before you get too freaked out about it, think about yeah. how many parasites you have living in your body. Right. How many yeah. parasites? Oh. And they have, they have consciousness, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you think they about, do? well, I would say everything has consciousness. Oh yeah. my God. How scary. I know. It's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> don't overthink it. But this is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, too late. It's too no. late. I know. I know. It's like if you think if you've ever watched one of those like 60 minutes reveals about like how many poop particles are on a doorknob of every public place you've phone. ever been in, yeah. you'll lose your fucking mind, right? Like you can't yeah. overthink these things. Even though we know it's true, we have to keep living our lives. Well, spirit, you know, uh, like energy and dead people are all the fuck around us. They're just, of course they are. Um, now I say, of course they are. If you, if you are of the conviction that there's not a location somewhere called heaven or hell. And if you are the conviction that, uh, you know, we are not only our meat suit, then it's kind of an, of course there are spirits around us. Um, but, um, the dead will sometimes, or, you know, they will try to like pop into my body. So the way I'll know that there's a dead person around is I will feel their fucking feelings. So, you know, I've, had experiences that are pretty dramatic sounding. Um, like wow. my mouth is filled with blood. I can feel the impact of a gun wound, like stuff like that. Um, and then a lot more subtle, a lot more, you know, a lot of frequently, a lot more subtle things where I just am like, I can feel them. And um, my body has like a, I get really tired. I used to get really cold when there was a dead person inside of me because they're dead. Just yeah. don't overthink it, right? Like they're dead. <laughs> so it's cold and exhausting. Um, it's, physically very taxing to do mediumship yeah. because when you Mm -hmm. let uh, dead bodies or like dead spirits into your system, um, it's rough on the body. And I don't know how many studies have been done about like, how do you self care through that? I, but I certainly haven't read those studies. So, um, so there's been like, those are, that's one way. Um, I sometimes I'm just aware, just like I'm, it's like the way I always describe psychic ship and mediumship is, um, is this way. Okay. So, you know, um, shit, are you guys like classic rock? Are you, what kind of music do you, do you all like kind of know? Trust Matchbox me, I'm going 20. Somewhere. What's that? <laughs> Matchbox yeah, we 20. Love Matchbox 20. You don't know what that is. Okay. So what's a, what's a song? What's a, like your favorite song from that group? We like all adult alternative music. 
Adult alternative. Just give me, just give me a, just give me a band. Give me a like a favorite song. Radiohead. Okay, sure, sure. Okay, so you know Creep. You know that song Creep, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So you know Creep. You remember that song? And when I say that, you probably heard a little bit of the music in your head. You probably yeah. had mm-hmm. a bit of a visual from like maybe the the video or like the album cover if you old, or oh, yeah. and you probably also have a feeling of yeah. like. You're feeling uh-huh. about maybe there are times you obsess on the song or the, the way the song makes you feel. That's what psychic is. That's what mediumship is. It's for me, oh. not for everyone, but it's this thing That's where you. That's a great way to explain yeah, it. Yeah, I've you never heard much. it explained like that. That's it's not my first time, not to brag, <laughs> but it's not my first time, honey. Um, so yeah, so for me, <laughs> so, so it's kind of like it hits all of your senses. You're hearing and you're seeing, but not mm. in the way that you're hearing and seeing me right now. It's not with your eyes and your ears. Right. It's with other senses. And right. in industrialized societies, we really tend to um, minimize the value and the importance of those senses, yeah. but they're a huge part of the human condition and of all life force condition, right? And so as you know, a person with the particular skills that I have, I am simply not just um, aware of those senses, but I am like building my muscle around those senses. Mm-hmm. So just like with mm-hmm. any other physical muscle, the more you use it, the stronger it gets. You know, the less you use it, the more it's a liability. Right. So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the, the answer. And, you know, I can, sometimes I'll smell things. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I, I am, I'll hear things. There's like a lot of ways that it presents for me. And technically speaking, that is because I have clairaudience, which is the gift of, of like hearing things or clairsentience, which is like senses, uh, as well as clairvoyance. Like I have a, but I mean, these words, they're very impressive to people or they're like very the stupid to trips. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it's just like, it just so happens that I have access to this data. Yeah. And I'll say on the psychic tip in the bag of trips, tricks that I have of metaphor, uh, is that people misunderstand about psychic. They're like, okay, so you have an internet connection. That means you've read all the websites on all the internet. You've consumed all that data and you understand it all. And you're thinking of all that data all at once. You know, everything about me, who's going to win the NFL. Whatever. <laughs> um, and the reality is that has nothing to do with psychic. It means I have internet access. My project, my, uh, like my speed is super fast. It's like I've got a really fast connection. It's a good connection, but that doesn't mean that I know all things about all people at all moments. That's Mm -hmm. stupid. That's so stupid. That's not what psychic means. And I think that there's been this sensationalized, um, kind of like set of myths that have been developed about, uh, psychics as a way to minimize them. Right. Um, or us. Um, and, also, it's based on fear and people just don't fucking know. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so so I'm a really big privacy junkie. I love privacy. I listen to Edward Snowden. I am really interested <laughs> in privacy. And so I, um, I don't like peeping Tom on people. Like I don't yeah. psychically peep at people at all. I don't talk to dead people that I don't know. If I'm like yeah. sitting on a park bench and there's a dead person there, I don't talk to them. And if there's an alive person there, I don't talk to them either necessarily. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I use common sense with all this shit because common sense is useful even in the will. Right. Yeah, that's yes. true. Is this passed down at all? Like does anyone else in your family have this or? Not that we're aware of now. Mm-mm. Wow, and so where, what do you think attributes your, you know, openness to mm-hmm. that? Where, where do you think that comes from? That's a good question. Um, 
I'm not sure. I think honestly, some of it has to do with the fact that I was born with a defect on my face. I have like asymmetrical eyes and always have. And it was much worse when I was a kid and I'm gay. I'm very gay. And I don't mean to like, I be too emotional about it, but I am. Um, and so, um, so like I early on, um, knew that I was different and I early on knew that it didn't matter what I did. I was never going to be somebody who fit in. Mm-hmm. I'm also mm-hmm. from like uh, a, a background that is complicated uh, in, in terms of like my parents having different backgrounds mm-hmm. um, and it was complicated in my family dynamics. So there was this sense of like, I'm not going to belong. I'm not going to look good by conventional standards. I'm not going to fit in no matter what. And so I never had in my personality, this idea that I was going to, that I should like pick a normal life or whatever. Like it never even occurred mm-hmm. to me. I was never encouraged to go to university uh, or anything like that. Um, I was only encouraged to marry rich. Uh, that was like the only thing I was ever encouraged to do. They were like, you're going to need to find someone to pay your way, honey. Um, and then I, you know, when I realized I was gay in my later teens, I was just like, well, I'm just going to have to like pull a share and be a rich man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, and so I, I, the idea of, of um, fitting in was never important to me. Also, I don't have capitalistic values. I have very anti-capitalistic values. So I never was like, oh, I want to make money and I want to have a career and I want to like own a house or own a car or anything like that. Like I never wanted anything. So I wasn't in 1994 when I moved from Montreal, Quebec to San Francisco, California to become an astrologer. Uh, Mm -hmm. And again, this was like the internet had been invented like a year and a half before that. You know what I mean? Like it was like, it was a minute ago. It was an old (laughs) lady. So it's like, I didn't, I didn't have um, like aspirations outside of, I wanted to explore what I was interested in. And um, my kind of approach to it was very, I look back and it was great strategy, but at the time it wasn't really a strategy outside of like, I want to serve my community and I want to do what I feel called to do. Um, And that's what I did. And it was effective. That's amazing. That's so cool. So I guess so that we have time moving on to the animal communication stuff. Um, we all have animals and we've never come into contact with any kind of animal communicator. And we're super, super fascinated and into that idea. So we were wondering, is there any way you can like communicate or give us any information about our pets or like what's going on with our pets? Cause, um, we all, we all have some weird, weirdo animals. Um, totally <laughs> expected. Okay. So I can always try. But yeah. I always, you know, warn people that like, just because I can talk to animals doesn't mean they want to talk to me. I have two totally. cats myself. One of them is just like, why are you fucking talking to me all the yeah. time? And the other one, oh <laughs> she is not into it. She's just like super fucking not into it. And the <laughs> other one, it loves it. He was a frail cat. He adopted us like less than two years ago. And so he chose me in part because we could talk. He's very, that's positive. amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. It's very cool. He's Amazing. So just to say, all to say, right. let's try. Let's see what happens. Who wants to go first? I would I love- mean, I would say Allie because I would love dog. to go first. Okay. So what's your dog's name? Yeah. His name is Asher. What do you actually call him? I call him Asher. Oh, well, no, I call him like Baba. I call him Stinky. <laughs> so okay, and is he is he like a like not a pit bull, but in the pit bull family? No. He 
he's a little chihuahua. Okay, because he thing. has this. Oh, of course he's a fucking chihuahua. Okay, because he has this <laughs> real like I'm a tough dog kind of yes. thing going. Yeah, chihuahuas <laughs> are always like I'm big. What bitch? Yeah. I'm big. Um, I've never met a chihuahua who didn't present as a big dog. Um, yeah, well, that's not true. A couple times, but not often. Um, okay, hold on for just a moment. So, do you live with a man? I'm quarantining with my mom and dad right now. Does your dad like try to tell him what to do? No, but that's, is there a man presenting who he hates? Yes. Yes. There it's, is. it's my oldest brother who he really doesn't like who just visited. Okay. He's so mad. He's like super <laughs> fucking mad about it. He's, he's just like, you don't understand that I'm yeah. the man. Like I'm the man. <laughs> they were like having a pissing contest, like an alpha dog yeah. contest. Um, he's, uh, he's like very bent out of shape about it. He's, it's, he holds grudges. Um, he has a really hard time, like letting things go. Um, he feels like you're too forgiving. Sorry. Mm, Um, he feels like you let people like people like step on your feet and you're just like, Oh, you really shouldn't do that. And then you let them step (laughs) on your feet again and it drives them fucking nuts. It feels like he feels like he's trying to like show you what you're supposed to do. Um, do you date dudes? Yes. He's not a fan of your dudes. (laughs) um sorry uh, I mean, he's not no a fan one, no one is so it's okay 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 yeah he feels like your 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 taste in dudes is is uh he would love to sit you down like he would love to sit you down and like he just feels like if you would ask him more questions he could okay. help you avoid a lot of problems uh oh god oh no is it about no, me pooping really or funny. masturbating or sleeping no he's 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 <laughs> totally funny he's totally funny he's he's got a really um i mean ironically it's a he's he's the kind of person you would hang out with uh, yeah he's obnoxious he's rude he's judgy he's loving he's loyal he's really selfish like yeah. he's all the things you like in a man is what he's telling me um except for he thinks oh, he's a much better person um oh, so he's <laughs> that's what's happening yeah yeah that's yeah he's he's an asher he's a very sweet person when you have pleased him now he has um you've changed his food just now (gasps) oh my god you're crazy oh my god or or are you (laughs) or are you (laughs) yeah i changed it yesterday yeah jessica he's not sure about it (laughs) he's just not sure about it is he eating it he's well he has like digestive issues and i had to take him i don't want to give to tmi but after my brother got here he like had crazy digestive issues because he got so mad and he like started bleeding out his butt like he was so it happened after your brother was there yeah that's that's like kind of that's kind of what sparked it and so we went to the vet and we he got put on new food yesterday. So he's still like getting used to it. Is is it the kibble? Is it like a kibbley thing? Yes. Okay, because he fucking hates it. <laughs> yeah, he's I know he's so used to mad wet food. That he, this is the thing. And this is again, this is like classic of the guys you like. He's like, that guy pissed me off and you want me to change? Why should I have to change? He's like oh very much uh pissed off about like he's pissed off that he has to make a change because yeah. somebody else is stupid. <laughs> your brother he's he's got a lot of judgments towards your brother you have a you've got you got you got he really here. hates my brother yeah, yeah. it's he wow. really really a lot hates of people my brother. do according to your dog oh yeah 100 percent. Yeah, yeah my brother my oldest brother is really hateable yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and your your mother does 
with your brother, what you do with men, according yeah. to your dog. Yeah. Um, and that should upset you enough that you change according to your dog. Honey. I love my dog. Yeah. He's amazing. He's amazing. Um, he doesn't like it when you, in front of other people, tell him he's cute. Oh. Um, he finds it a little oh bit like he's a man. Come on. Yeah. He's oh my God. God. Interesting. You do something with his, with his hands. Like you get into his paws a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it around other people sometimes. Yeah. He just doesn't like it when you do it around other people. It's private. It's private. <laughs> um, oh my God. Yeah. He like lets you do it because, you know, you're, you're like your besties. That's what you are. You're, you're, you know, he doesn't consider you a parent. Don't even start with that okay. kind of thinking. Um, are he, we boyfriend, girlfriend? He considers you to be not sure what the category would, I would call it of what he's showing me. He, you're like the closest is like, I think it was Alice Waters wrote, uh, called, uh, animal, like pets familiars. I think yeah. that's the closest thing that I can come up with is like, yes. he sees you as a familiar, not yeah. as, um, as, certainly not as a parent. He's totally, sees, if anyone's the parent, he feels that he, he's my parent. parent. Yeah. Um, and more like, I love he, that he's constantly rolling his eyes at Alice. Yeah. What you're saying is that She's going around acting like nothing's wrong, and Asher is literally like, "God, Honey. help me!" Yeah, he's just—he's really Stop like embarrassing. Me. Yeah, he's—he does not like to be embarrassed. He does not like to be embarrassed, and sometimes like lovingness is embarrassing for him. He, yeah, I mean, it's hard to be a Chihuahua because they don't feel small, and right. so the fact that they are small means that people treat them like they're small. And totally, like—I mean, I've met Chihuahuas who are, who are cool with it, but. Yours is not one of them. That's no, he, sure. yeah, that's why he hates my brother. Cause my brother, my brother will like almost like growl back at him. And then my dog will go crazy. Like yeah. it's just like a weird ass relationship between them two. <sighs> okay. The food. So he's back on the food. Um, he's really not a fucking fan of this food. He's just mad about it. Honestly, yeah. he's just really mad about it. I would say, um, can you just give him a little bit of like wet, food because you were giving him wet food before right yeah yeah give him a little bit of that wet food next to the dry food yeah so he can get in yeah because so he can kind of like go back and forth from tastes it will help him uh it's also just like he doesn't like oh you drink no i don't drink okay so did you go cold turkey yeah i've been sober for like six years congratulations slash also uh Cause he just made like a jab about it. Sorry. He was just like, you expect me to just go cold. He just, he's like, you expect me to just quit. You want me to just quit. That didn't work for you. Why do you think it's going to work for me? Oh my um, God. So, oh my yeah, God. So he's just a dude, you know what I mean? He's kind of like a dude. So yeah, his, his attitude is like, help me wean. Don't make me quit. Oh my God. Asher, you little butthole. Yeah. He's a really <laughs> sweet butthole though. Like oh the sweetest of all the buttholes. That's so funny. You know what he did? He did rip the cover off my off my big book the other day, which is kind of funny by like my AA book. Yeah. He's trying to talk to you about, okay. So you, you know, I, I, and I don't want to get too, too personal, but he's got a lot of feelings and theories about permission to speak freely. Go for it. Okay. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. Um, He feels that you're at this crossroads and you've been like hedging and you haven't been making the changes you already know you're supposed to make because you've been scared. Um, If I'm being honest, he's saying you're being scared and weak. Um, And it's like he's a dog. So his (laughs) idea of weakness is a dog's idea of weakness, right? Like this idea of like, you know, when you're scared, what do you do? You growl. 
Right. Right. Yeah. And so you, that's not what you do when you're scared, you kind of like recede and he wants you to growl more. Um, that makes sense. And he, he feels that you already know what to do, but you're like, haven't given yourself permission to do it yet. And he's just, the only way he knows how to encourage you is by being aggressive towards you. Um, and, or being like kind of difficult because yes. it's essentially like the idea of, of what happens on a walk. If he doesn't want to walk somewhere, what does he do? He digs in his heels. Right. Yeah. And then you pick him up. He fucking hates that. But the upshot is like in, in dynamic with you, he wants you to know that you digging in your heels is just as annoying and it's only hurting you. You oh know? my God. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Well, he's your best friend. You spend all this time with him. Of course he knows you really well. Yeah. You oh know? my God. That's wow. so wild. That's like me and him to a T. To a T. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you, were you the only person who's been his person or is there someone before you? I adopted him from a shelter when he was like four months old. So okay. there was someone before me, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know his story. Yeah. I mean, he just, um, there was somebody who put like bows on him or something. Ooh. He fucking hates clothing. <laughs> oh, he does not want no. you to put clothing oh, no, on him. Wait. Is it you? Are you putting clothing on him? No, I well sometimes, but he has a bow tie. He has a bow tie um he doesn't like dog it. Dog tie. <laughs> he doesn't like it. He doesn't oh, like anything that gets no. in his way. He doesn't like anything that feminizes him. He's like a bro. He's a total bro. A bro dog. A bro chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bro. Do you like bros? I feel like that's kind of your flavor. No, I like narcissistic like musicians who look like they like keep me in a basement somewhere. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, so he's a definite step up. He's a definite step up. Uh yeah, he's uh he doesn't like the bow. Don't do the bow. So sorry. I know it's so cute, right? It's very hard. Uh it's hard to be adorable because mm. people want to treat you like you're adorable. But if yeah. your personality mm. is like, don't do that. Totally. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that's, yeah, that's his take on, on you. And I mean, that makes, I mean, that all oh, makes wow. total sense. Cause I think he's so cute and then he'll like go outside and like try to kill rabbits and yes. like, yeah. and stuff like so i mean like he's just he's a manly man and i don't and i just i want to treat him like a little baby and he's of course not you a do i would too also yeah. uh but but also he he doesn't mind it like in privacy yeah it's in just our, not public in, in our romantic I mean? times yeah, yeah in our romantic <laughs> yeah, exactly. times i could treat him like a baby but <laughs> exactly. exactly okay yeah oh yeah. thank you this was incredible 5 years younger. In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. 
My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Who wants to? Who wants to do second? Oh gosh! Go, do you want to go? Do you want to do your kitty cat? Sure. I'm scared now. <laughs> and why don't you need to see? And you don't need to see them. No, we're or, just talking. Like, but they have to be in the room. No, the cats aren't. That cat, that dog wasn't in the room. Oh wait, is the is your dog in the in the room with you right now? No, no, yeah, no. It's not about that oh. at all. So this is the thing about psychic, about mediumship, and about animal communication. It has nothing to do with physicality. Right. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. So it's just like if you go back to my metaphor about the internet. Yes, I do need to have a device to access the internet. Right. So my computer is accessing the internet that allows us to talk right now, but it's not like, um, I don't know. I don't have to be by the modem. I got 5g. You might tell me it's giving me cancer. I don't know, but I got, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I, I think, yeah, the animal doesn't need to be physically close to you or to me. They just need to be willing to talk to me. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's just communicating. Whoa. Animals communicate through telepathy. And I hesitate to use the word telepathy because people yeah. have this idea of what telepathy is that's like stupid and from horror movies. Right. Um, but it's just communicating through the sharing of pictures. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, shit. Okay, that's who's cool. next? Stop he- stop stop hedging. <laughs> yeah, okay, great. Yeah, I'll go. I mean okay. I, have, I have two cats. What are their two so, names? Uh the oldest one is the professor. She's 10. And then the newest one, he or she's about nine months old. Her name is Charlie. So is the professor the um, spending a lot of time like uh, a little bit up, like on a thing up off the floor? Yes. Yeah, she sleeps above. Is that the new? Bed, the bo- yes, it is. Yeah. She's <laughs> doing it to avoid Charlie. Yeah. Uh, um, not in a like traumatized way. She's trying to give Charlie space to like develop. Mm-hmm. Um, the professor is a very interesting cat because she's she got like she's got like owl vibes. You know what I mean? Like she really <laughs> like she likes to watch. She's really observant. She's very supportive. Um, mm-hmm. she's really smart. Um, but she's not always interested in getting in the middle of a thing. Does that make sense? Oh no, you? yeah. She's she stays around the perimeter. She's always just kind of <laughs> peeking out through like bushes, like looking at me. Yeah, she's, um, 
she's such a serious person that she likes things that are casual because it like counterbalances how self-serious she is. Um, Do you live with a partner? I do. Uh, It's a dude. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, (laughs) She, she, she says that she says, and again, this is why I warned you guys that like shit gets personal because these are the people who you live with. Um, But she says you both have this like thing that you do where you don't really talk about the deep thing that's happening. You talk about the symptoms all around the thing and Mm -hmm. that she thinks it's really um, hurting him. She's not like very differently than daddy dog. Um, She's not about to tell you what to do. She's not trying to tell you how to feel. She's just concerned you know, and she's invested in both of you. She really likes your, is he husband or boyfriend? He's a husband. Okay. Yeah. He feels, she called him husband. So I just wasn't sure if that was true or not. Um, <laughs> very like concerned and, and kind. And she's actually a lot less concerned with the kitten. Um, when you first said that you got a new kitten, I was like, sure. you an older cat. I just assumed that she would have a lot to say about that. She's just giving Charlie space to like figure out who she is. Um, yeah, but she is. does not have a maternal instinct towards Charlie. To yeah, be clear. she does not. No, she does not. <laughs> she, she does not. She does not. She, she has more of a like, um, I'm too old for this shit. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get involved. I have no hard feelings here. That's her attitude about yeah, this. Yeah, that's exactly her attitude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's her attitude about like a lot of things. Yeah. But she yes. has endless energy for like sitting with you in your silence. Mm-hmm. Like, endless energy. Um, she really, that's when you connect with her the most it's when you're like your thoughts are very loud she says um and and she is very like engaged and interested Mm -hmm. um and were you close with your mother's mother uh yeah i was pretty close with her yeah and she's in spirit eh? no she's actually the only living grandparent i have oh interesting (laughs) because your your cat is really pointing to her so i don't know if your grandmother is somebody that you should be talking to a little bit more right now. Yeah. I've, I've tried to like reach out to her more. Like I've felt kind of guilty for not talking to her more. Cause she's like the one that I have connected with the most of yeah. like all my grandparents. Um, the professor feels that this is kind of like a pattern for you is that you have all these thoughts and all these intentions and they're so overwhelming that you don't do with them what you intend oh, to sure. do. Oh, sure. Um, and so the <laughs> professor is like interested in you getting more organized um, and coming up with plans and systems instead of insights. Um, and she that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, she's a very smart cat. She's a very smart cat. And she also she wants your wellness, but it's not like she's like invested in what you do in that way. So she's also not gonna she's not again, very different than Mr. <laughs> Daddy Dog. Uh, she's not trying to tell you what to do, actually. Mm-hmm. She's just like, this is obviously what you should do you know, do, do whatever the hell you want to do. But like, that's just her attitude. She's like, take it or leave it, honey. But this is good. You know, obviously good advice. And she's, she's feels that she's told you this many times before. And Uh I think you've sat there and had this feeling that you just had this insight that you should do this. And then you get distracted by the 70 other insights you have. So I think Mm -hmm. you are actually hearing her, but you are discounting it as nothing because it's, you know, we have this idea that with psychic perception or hearing an animal, 
it's like the voice of Morgan Freeman in your head. It's like distinctly different and it's booming and all that kind of shit. Yeah. But it's really just on the subtle plane. Like I told you about that creep song by Radiohead, right? Like it's mm-hmm. on the subtle plane. So I do think you are actually receiving her guidance. You just are discounting it as like not much. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That is very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that so makes a jealous. lot of sense D- to me. Don't too. be jealous. Don't be jealous. <laughs> we're, we're all able to do it. It's a question of, you know, most people have a, that love their animal friends mm-hmm. are good at responding to their needs, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. do you think it's because, and the answer for many humans will be yes to this, do you think it's because you're a superior being who just figures out silly, dumb animals? The answer to that is, by the way, no. Uh, it's because you are, you're hearing them. You're just yeah. discounting mm-hmm. your instincts as your own as opposed to understanding that you are actually like being shown a picture. And that picture yeah. in your mind mm-hmm. just seems like, oh, this is my idea. Of course, I should go do this. I'm a human. I'm in charge of everything. <laughs> uh, and that might be true. And it also might not be true, right? Uh, yeah, and I don't, I, there's no value in overthinking it um, right. because the second you overthink it, you stop hearing your animals talk to you. So, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, fun facts. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. That my was my pleasure. Insightful. Can we hear about and, yeah. um, Maria's doggy? Yeah. Miss Miss Piggles. Is Ms. that really Piggles. her name? Miss Piggles. Her name's Miss Piggles. That's adorable. Yeah. Um, is this a little dog? Yeah, she's 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 a little Frenchie. She's oh, she's about, a Frenchie. Tw- she's about thirty pounds. Does she have like a, a twiggled tail? No, she's got no tail. If oh. people ask if like we cut it off, and we're That's like, awful. no, she was just not born with a tail. That's right. They don't have tails, do they? Some of them do. Even some of them have like little nub tails, but she has like a flat bottom. She has what I call the shelf. It's oh. just like a little shelf. I understand that. I have a shelf too. It's like barely anything there. Um, so wait, say say her name. What do you actually call her? We call her a lot of things. Yeah. She's pig, Piggles mostly. There's Pig Baby, um, the Angel, Angel, <laughs> Pig Baby Angel. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. So, but you do you, you don't have a kid, do you? A human child? No. She's our child. <laughs> um Are you planning on having a kid? Um yeah, yeah, I mean, we'd like to, yeah. Yeah. So when you say you would like to, are you actually like actively talking about it and like kind of planning it? I did. We did talk about it the other day. Okay. Cause that's what she's leading with. Um, well, cause I'm not getting any younger. You guys, (laughs) I know. Um, she doesn't, she has opinions. She has opinions uh about whether or not you have a child. Um, and when you have a child and whether or not you're ready to have a child, she's a lot of opinions. It's interesting because she's, um, (laughs) of all the animals that I'm, I've been introduced to here. She's the most, uh, hesitant to talk to me. Oh my God. Why? Um, (laughs) she's just a little like, the fuck are you um is she suspicious with new that people that sounds like Piggles okay right. okay what <laughs> she's like a little like i don't know if i fucking need to talk to you but then you know what i just i showed her is like you know you don't have to tell me about you you can just tell me about anything you want to talk about and that's when she showed me the kid thing um because <laughs> uh, she doesn't really want to like reveal herself she's a private person she's not super interested in like she doesn't need to make new friends she's fine with her friends she's fine you know what i'm saying she doesn't want to talk to her to me about her she is you feed her all day long. 
is the truth is like a lot of laughter here. So I'm assuming this is a thing. Is it, do you feed her all day long? Maria. She, Maria. <laughs> she gets, she's basically tasted every meal Craig and I have ever had. Like she gets, she gets a bite of every single thing we eat. She's a fan. She's just like, if there's something, you know, yeah. you need to know, she just, she, she likes eating all day long. Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. She's like her thing. It's, or is That's it your so thing? Funny. Or is it your thing? Uh, it's Craig's thing. For uh, sure. It's somebody's Craig, thing. Yeah. That's for damn sure. Okay. She loves it. Yeah. She does. She loves it. Uh, and she knows that it's different. She, she knows you tone it down around other people. So she knows it's different. Uh, um, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. They will out you for all the things you do. Um, how old are you? Uh, I'm well, I'm 34. Oh, you're only 34. Okay. Okay. Um, she's again, permission to speak freely. Please speak away. Okay, you're supposed to say uh, permission granted, Captain, but I'll allow it. <laughs> permission um, granted. Yeah, is it sci-fi nerds. Anyone a sci-fi nerd? No, nothing, nothing. Yes, okay, cool. Yes. Um, okay, thank okay. you. Um, so, uh, okay, she doesn't think you're ready. Not you, the two of you. Uh huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, she doesn't think the two of you are ready, and like this is she. She's this is obnoxious. Um, she's, she's Fail. like, this is the thing you do. You get like fixated on an idea and then you freak yourself out about an idea and you like worry yourself about an idea and then you decide you need to uh-huh. do something to fix it. This is like a pattern for you? Question mark. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Cause that's yeah, what she's, yeah. that's what she says is a pattern, which is why I took off my glasses and rubbed my eyes because I was like, <laughs> well, that's a kind of an obnoxious call out, but okay, here we are. Um, uh, and, uh, she, she just thinks you need to slow down a little bit about the kid thing because you guys aren't ready you're like not far from ready but you're not ready so why yeah why do this before you're ready do you sabotage yourself because she seems to think that you do this like just in the 11th hour you change approaches um i don't know if it would be change approaches but i definitely like get obsessed about um and anxious about things and then kind of go full full it takes up all my brain space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't know if that's been happening for you very recently about the idea of having a baby, um, mm-hmm. but she seems to think so. Um, and she, I don't know why this is what she's showing me, but she just wants to put like powder on you so you slow down. I don't know why she's showing me powder on you. Like, I don't know. Powder? If like, yeah, do you guys do that to her? Do you like have to like put something on her? Well, she gets skin ir- irritations, but it's not powder. It's just a little ointment. Okay. It's like <laughs> this that thing that wants? you that you do and you're like, I'm doing this to protect you. Stop resisting. Like, I just want to help you. Is that kind of like the mm-hmm. conversation you have? Because that's what she's showing me. It's like a white, it's a white thing. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I just want to do that to you. I just want you to like, take the lick, mm-hmm. take it. It's going to make you better. Like that's her right. association with it. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And she, I mean, she just has a great life. She says that like yeah. for all the ways that you and your partner are not ready and she feels that they are numerable. Um, but you know, I can't tell if that's true or not. That's just her take. She's, she's like a little bit yeah. of a, like um, uh, she's the kind of person who you can tell all your deepest secrets to, and you will tell her, don't tell anyone. And she won't tell most of them. 
but she will tell one or two. <laughs> she's like a little bit bitchy, like a little right, bit right. bitchy. Um, she's like super trustworthy, except for when she's not. Like she's a little bit like that. Right. Um, and so she, so I'm not sure completely if her kind of like assessment of your situation is totally mm-hmm. rea- reality, but she feels that the three of you have a really good thing going on. Um, and she it, would, yeah, yeah, she does. Well, of course, you're feeding her off of, off of every fucking meal. Please, she doesn't want to invite a fucking baby into that. Um, yeah, but she she feels that the three of you have this really good thing going, and of course, because she's not thinking about her fertility or yours, that's part of the answer. Mm-hmm. But you're only 34. You're fine. Freeze your eggs if you have to. I don't know. That's easy for me to say. I want fucking babies. Um, but <laughs> I I think that that the upshot of what she's saying is actually really good advice, which is she's just reflecting back to you that. Um, you can have all the things, but if you have all the things at once before you're ready for the things, then it's like, it's, you won't, it's not as good for you. Like, why not wait until it's, why not eat dessert at the end of your meal instead of in the middle? And then you have to go back to your fucking Brussels sprouts. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of her attitude about it. I mean, it's definitely my metaphor. It's not her metaphor. Um, yeah, but she is, um, not super verbal. She's not super interested in other people she kind of gets all her her needs met by you yeah i mean she loves people like she'll like run up like she well what she does she runs up and then she like gets her her rubbies that we call them and then she like walks away like she doesn't need she likes physical contact she likes physicality but she's not like um like the professor had like literally like a professor's list of things to tell me right uh-huh. and like uh i'm sorry i just keep on wanting to call him daddy dog, dog i'm daddy. so into him being okay, my daddy okay great okay cool because he's totally got daddy vibes i was like daddy dog is is just kind of like like let me tell you you should stop having sex with these men or whatever and and like your dog is much more um she's not interested in talking to me so she's mm-hmm. going to talk to me about something that's going to help her have a better life, but she doesn't really want to like chat with me. Whereas like daddy dog is like these fucking kibble, you know what I mean? <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Um, and I think that that doesn't mean that she doesn't like value physical contact, but she gets so much out of your like tight little home that Aww. she doesn't really need a whole lot more. She doesn't want a whole lot more. Um, and she really, are you on court? Are you guys on quarantine? uh-huh yeah because she really loves it she loves it. <laughs> yeah. care about walking yeah she doesn't care about walking she she mm-hmm. can take it or leave it she really just likes saying really at home. yeah do you guys do long walks <clears throat> not much because she hurt her 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 back mm-hmm. but um so she's you know we stay inside quite a bit yeah she likes it <laughs> she's not mad she likes it she likes chilling she likes hanging she likes noshing you know <laughs> like she's very yeah. happy with this lifestyle that you guys have going like she's not she's not a lot of dogs would be really miserable if they couldn't go for walks she's not the one mm-hmm. she's fine with it yeah oh my yeah. god pickles yeah. i love it yeah pickles, <laughs> are, cute. pickles are cute pickles is jerk yeah oh pickles yeah it's oh my cute. god Thank you so much for this. Yeah, this is so, so like incredible and so illuminating and like so on point for my dog at least. Um, yeah, yeah. crazy. What uh, 
just to reiterate, like if people want to contact you or listen to your podcast, where can they do that? So um, I'll start with the disappointing thing of I'm not taking clients at this time. So if people okay. are like, oh my God, talk to my animal. I can't do that for you. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so this was like a special fun thing. Ooh, um, thank you. My pleasure. Thank my pleasure. You. My pleasure. My pleasure. Oh my God. Totally. Um, I, so, so there's that, but you can send in questions to my podcast at oh, cool. ghostofapodcast.com to have me talk to your animal or whatever else. And I have some episodes up of animal communication stuff I've done. Um, one of them is called Pussy Problems because it was about a cat and it was a problem and I thought it was very clever. But that <laughs> I listened to that one. It's really I good. love it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think it's really good. So, um, so people can find me there. They can find me on the, the social medias. Uh, you can download my free app for iOS. It's called Tiny Spark. What else? Whoa, what is it? What is it? It's, it's like, um, it's like a magic eight ball for millennials. It's like pink and it says things like move the fuck on or like you stop <laughs> oh. asking. You already know the answer. Yeah. And it's free and there's no ads because I'm very bad at business, but I love <laughs> cute tools. So yeah. So, um, so you can totally like download that and read my horoscopes and I have Patreon. I have all the things, you know. Amazing. Yeah. yeah all the things. Yeah. You got to have all the things. I do the things. I do the things. <laughs> and you can find me anywhere. And, you know, like I said, L-A-N-Y-A-D-O-O. Awesome. Um, Thank you so much. We're so appreciative. And everyone make sure that you you follow and listen to Ghost of a Podcast because it's awesome. And thank you again for being on. We so appreciate your time. Oh, my God. I've loved it. Thank you so much. Thank of course. you. Bye. Bye. Okay, well, that was incredible. Uh, I think it was pretty on for yeah. all of us, I would agree. Melissa, Maria, was- you you guys agree? Yeah, it was awesome. That yeah, was, that was that, that was, was interesting. Sick. I had a lot of stuff to think about. Yeah, a lot of stuff <laughs> to think about. Uh, my dog apparently is a huge asshole who hates me, Your but I kind of I love that about us. My <laughs> dog is a bro. A bro. I want to get him like a little backwards cap and like a beer, a beer. <laughs> I want to crack open a brewski for him. Um, He's your daddy dog. That's He's like makes me horny. Dog. You cannot, I cannot start calling my dad, <laughs> my dog daddy. That's like my horny word. So yeah, as, as usual, once her book's open, I'm definitely going to book an appointment, um, for tarot yeah. or maybe to talk to the dead. Um, so if people want to follow us or donate to us, Melissa, where can they go? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or Reddit. We got a Patreon. Perfect. That sounds good to me. That's about it. Uh, anyways, I am Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. And I'm Mrs. Peggles. Um, okay. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs> Bye. Bye. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, 
Tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.